Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another $1 therapy. As always, I am your host, David McCopey, and I am with my co-host, Anasikwete. And we have another good episode for you guys. Today, we will be talking about the five things you don't need to justify. Now, I know you're thinking, what could it be? Stay tuned. We'll lay them all out. And I'm definitely sure you guys will definitely have something you can take away from this message. So without further ado, we're just going to jump right in it. So the five things you don't need to justify, we're going to go ahead and provide those bullet points for you to keep in mind um, as we go through them. The first one is your alone time. And the second one is going to be your priorities. The third one is your emotions. The fourth, your relationship status. Fifth one, your decisions. So starting off with the first one, your alone time. It's called alone time for a reason. The time you spend alone is yours. You shouldn't have to explain yourself to others. Wanting alone time is normal and necessary for mental health and well-being. Now, you know, just 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 to throw this question, you know, to you, Manase, why do you feel like it's hard for people to justify their alone time? Well, the <clears throat> the social pressure is there because you, if you isolate yourself, mm-hmm. um, you are you don't you don't want people misinterpreting that alone time, that isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think if if you don't feel comfortable. Um, if you you having conflict with justifying not justifying mm-hmm. um, sometimes it also has to do with the length of that alone time right yeah. so sometimes you have people that just say well for the next two three months mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be alone yeah. do my own stuff mm-hmm. uh, I think at that point mm-hmm. the people that you were together with for so long yeah maybe deserves maybe not a full explanation but yeah. some some form of justification hey mm. i need to work on this yeah i am I'm, uh, you know I, I need to focus on this mm-hmm. um but if you think that's gonna be tough maybe mm-hmm. taking a long time on a weekly basis mm-hmm. on a daily basis mm-hmm. will usually go unnoticed right? mm-hmm. so no one will notice that hey mm-hmm. This is Saturdays he spends them alone or something mm-hmm. like that. Or every day you take one or two hours alone. Yeah. So maybe be doing it that way mm-hmm. uh, makes it easier because then you don't have to justify. But if mm. you take it to the extreme of hey, six months alone, or, mm-hmm. um, then people will ask for justifications and then you just have to figure out a way to peacefully provide those. Yeah. Um, what also stands out to me about justifying your alone time. Um, more importantly, um, to take it in a personal s- sense, I always feel as if certain people don't respect the the things or the projects or whatever mm-hmm. you're working on, unless mm-hmm. it's like mutually understood. Mutually, yeah. So for instance, it's like you can get that space if you're telling someone, hey, I'm studying for a test mm-hmm. or I am working, you know, mm-hmm. it's almost like we create this like like social blocks where it's mm-hmm. like understood, hey, that's important. But, yeah. I can't be able to interfere with that. But 
you almost feel like you're discredited from being able to be like, hey, I need this alone time to just for me to yeah. relax, to refocus, or I need this alone time to watch my show, yeah. you know? Yeah, and sure. um, I think in a lot of things, it all, all always reverts back to early developmental years and stages. As a kid, um, we, we aren't really given that platform to be able to create yeah. those barriers for us because it's almost like depending on who your parents are there could be there could be privacy or could, there could be no privacy you're yeah. you're in my house for a reason don't lock the doors leave it open all of that so when you grow up um even the littlest things that you find valuable to you mm-hmm. may not seem like something that people would accept right away mm-hmm. so what do we do we mask it into something even greater like hey i am going to be out to doing this and um that rings true for me because i always i always believe i have to have this this elaborate reason for taking time off of work mm-hmm. as if like i always have to say oh i'm going to see friends or family or doing something like that when in reality it's like Will they grant me this time away from work if I'm just sitting on the couch yeah. eating chips and doing me? This they have the same effect, you know. Yeah. I'm getting that release, that dopamine mm-hmm. in the same way. Um, mm-hmm. So it's interesting that throughout the years we definitely be conditioned well people will respect this so i mm-hmm. have to be able to package it in some way mm-hmm. um so yeah don't don't feel like you have to justify that if you no. need time to step away if mm-hmm. you need just time to enjoy yourself be be able to vocalize that mm-hmm. as you as you go along so it's good for you mm-hmm. uh, being bored is good yeah you know because if you look that's the only time really where you are able to be creative. Yeah. Because uh, everything else we do in life limits our imagination. Meaning yeah. if I'm going to work, mm-hmm. I can't really do anything. I can't imagine impossible things yeah. while I'm working. There's yeah. boundaries. This is what you do. Yeah. You do it. If yeah. I'm with my friends, there are boundaries. Like yeah. you can't think about this. You can't imagine things. Yeah. But then when I'm just by myself, yeah. I, you know, I really, all those boundaries are removed, mm-hmm. meaning my imagination can go as far as it can, yeah. you know, and for me, I've always found that useful because mm-hmm. I always make up these stories in my mind when I'm alone Yeah, and then I can recreate real life situation and then I can push the limit of my boundary. Then I can be yeah. creative. Yeah. Then when I come back to normal life, mm-hmm. my thinking is improved. A lot right. of things are improved. So it's good for you, for your yeah. brain, for your mental health, for your creativity to sometimes take time alone and don't justify it absolutely absolutely um next is your priorities Mm -hmm. everyone is different it's inevitable that we'll meet people from all walks of life that believe in different attitudes and beliefs from ours it's important that we empathize rather than challenge others priorities at the end of the day we have the power to choose and set our own priorities and we don't owe anyone an explanation priorities another one um (laughs) um, some some people may may look at your priorities um and feel like they're not real priorities you know it's always subjective to what is a priority and what's not a priority and of course you yourself 
you know, instinctually should know what is an important mm-hmm. priority and mm-hmm. what is it. Um, no one should be tasked with telling you what your real priorities mm-hmm. are. Um, and that also comes back with structure in your life. So if you don't structure that life in the sense of, hey, this is what I'm working on. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. People feel like, oh, you're not busy. You can do this. Mm-hmm. And that is critical because mm-hmm. the, 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 that one quote um, that always states, you know, if you don't manage your time, your, your time will be managed for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't learn to focus on what your priorities mm-hmm. are, people will brush your priorities off and will automatically, you know, in like will force their priorities on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just depends on who the person is, but it's like, oh, uh, today you're not busy. You're, you're, you're sleeping or you're just working out. You don't have to work out today. Come help me be able to move this, to do this box. So definitely priorities is one of those things that you almost have to take that mental note for yourself and know that, Hey, I have to get this done and I have to be able to speak on it mm-hmm. when I need to get that done, but definitely share your, share your thoughts in terms of why it's so hard to be able um, to not justify those priorities. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the type of contract we have with with the society does mm-hmm. that, right? Because the more we become involved in, the more we become involved within our society, the more um, we have these moral obligations where we are expected to do what's best for the society. We're expected to be involved in our society. We're expected to everything to be about the society. Yeah. Meaning if there's a conflict, the greater good comes first. Yeah. Um, the issue is uh, we care about the society, mm-hmm. but then the society might not care about us right? mm-hmm. when things are not going well for us. So part of it, too, is if we want to be productive members of the society, if we want to contribute something to the society or the community, Mm -hmm. we have to have something to contribute to the society, right? So that means that there is time for us to care about ourselves, to prioritize our goals, Mm -hmm. prioritize our own ambitions, because if we do well, Mm -hmm. then we are able to share that with the community. Yeah, absolutely. the example would be if you are, if if you have to work two shifts or three shifts to just make money, mm-hmm. and then not be able to see your kids or your wife for like a long time. Yeah, that's the sacrifice you have to make. Yeah, it just means you love them, but yeah. the priority right now is working. Yeah, making money. Yeah, and then after you've made the money after you've worked, yeah. it's to take care of them. Yeah. It's to be a good, be responsible human being. Yeah. So I think there's a correlation between you prioritizing things mm-hmm. and then from that pro- from you prioritizing those things, you're able to achieve your responsibilities mm-hmm. as a member of the community or the society. Yeah. But if you don't prioritize things, at some point you become useless mm-hmm. to the society. Like yeah. it's, that's inevitable. Absolutely. And one of the main central themes um, that rings in my mind when discussing these things that we don't need to justify is knowing the value of self, of yourself, 
Um, and what I mean by that is we can be so moved by the emotions of others mm -hmm. that we will put away whatever we're doing to be able to satisfy mm -hmm. other people and make them happy. And we're so scared about whether rejection or their anger or the, mm -hmm. or the, or the, um, or that feedback mm -hmm. that we just drop instantly everything that we do mm -hmm. and automatically serve whatever the needs of everyone else. So it's all about balance. Um, the next thing, uh, this is huge, huge when it comes to um, justifying. We do this all the time. And that is your emotions. Now, your emotions can be private or as public as you want them to be. If you don't want to talk about them, you don't have to. Live your life the way it suits you best. You don't owe anyone an explanation for your feelings. Wow. Yeah, emotions, it can, go, it can go one way or the other. It can go, uh, you know, people, um, people make you feel as if you're not comfortable to be able to share your emotions, but also make you feel bad for not sharing your emotions. And one of, one of the things that uh, I really recognize is there's just a key difference in the type of people who, who, who share, and then there's people who overshare. So mm -hmm. we all encounter those people. You meet them for the mm -hmm. first time. They're telling you about their divorce, their dog, yeah. their mm -hmm. kids, their cats, what they ate, where they're mm -hmm. going, how they're feeling. And then they spill that all out. And then they're like, okay, like, all right, what's, what's, what do you got for me? What are you here to be able to tell me? And you don't have to be able to match those people on that level. Mm -hmm. You can be comfortable in the level that you are mm -hmm. and in the level of comfort that you have within that relationship mm -hmm. to be able to share. Because let's face it, being able to open up and tell everybody all of your emotions mm -hmm. doesn't serve you anything. Yeah. It doesn't really help you or help them, you, you know, because that is, that is, you know, vital information that mm -hmm. you're giving out to the universe and a lot of a lot of that is vulnerability when we're mm -hmm. sharing and if you're sharing that to that person you be expected that they can be able to take that information and do as they will um so emotions like i said can run both ways where you feel like you you have to open up to, to certain people because they won't leave you alone if 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 you if you don't mm -hmm. or you may feel like you're not comfortable in opening up and really have a hard time even finding those people that you can be able to open up to mm -hmm. um now you know with with your thoughts um where where do you see a healthy balance being and you know being able to touch on any any personal um personal um, insight that you have when it comes to how we justify our emotions? Yeah, I mean, sharing and justifying are two different things. Right? Mm, because, facts. You know, sometimes we don't even know why we're feeling the way we're feeling. So yeah. it's, it's not useful to try to justify yourself. Yeah, the reason why I'm sad is, you know, mm -hmm. it's not useful and it doesn't help you. Uh, I think your priority, that case, should be dealing with your own emotions. Right? Yeah. And figuring out yeah. a way, um, rather than wasting time 
yeah. justifying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you focus more on taking care of the emotions mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. trying to address why the you know trying to deal with it yeah. in a very healthy way would be a good use of your time. Yeah, um, and then. When sharing, obviously, you mm-hmm. need to be able to know who you're sharing your your feelings, your emotions Absolutely. with, because it's like you said, it's it's a very vulnerable situation mm-hmm. that you're in. So, if you share your emotion with someone who doesn't care about you, mm-hmm. um, they can use that against you. Yeah. So you're in a very weak position. Yeah, they can try to to use that against you, arm mm-hmm. you. So you want to make sure that as you're living life, you can point out who to talk to, um, you know, when you're dealing with certain emotions and then who not to talk to, who not to share the emotions with, because then that, that puts you in a position where if people don't, only the people that would care about you Mm -hmm. know what you're going through. Yeah. And then those people will not force you to give a justification. Yeah. I will not put you in a position to try to justify everything. Yeah. They will just give you a space yeah. to express yourself, mm-hmm. but also to heal. Or they can so, recognize you need that time to be able to, be to able come to, back but, and to tell them, you yeah, know? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very, very insightful. So, so we're moving along here. Uh, the the fourth one is your relationship status. Now, this one, this one is questionable, you know. Um, but I respect people and their privacy to be able to, you know, share or not share, justify or not justify. But no, you don't actually have to explain why you're single. Mm-hmm. or why you and your partner haven't got married yet. These are intimate, private things that require no explanation. Enjoy your life and do not make... and Enjoy your life and do things that make you happy. Now, if you guys are first-time listeners, um, one thing you should know about me, I'm going to say, is that we... We, our background, we come from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Our family is heavily influenced when it comes to African culture. It's all we grew up with, um, you know, with uh, Western Western cultures and a mix of them. And relationship status, as we get older and as we grow up, it's the main topic on every every parent, every auntie, every sibling, every family member, you know, every type of a, a gathering or occasion you go to, um, it's almost like, okay, have you been talking to anyone? Mm-hmm. What happened with so-and-so? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, how do you feel about getting married? Or mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. And it almost seems like, these questions are like fill in the blank, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, uh, when are you getting married? It's kind of like, I, I don't know. Like, when do you want to settle down? So I share this because um, it's definitely, it's, it's funny to, to, to say the least because people desperately uh, really are interested for, for, for some reason we have this like fascination when it comes to, I have to know this intimate part of this person's relationship and 
if I can be able to, you know, sh- share my thoughts on it, it's like, it's almost like we, we taught ourselves and like, I know him better than you know him. Or I really mm-hmm. know this guy. Look what he shared to me. And then this person's like, well, he never shared that to me. Are we not that close? When in reality, you know, just because someone's sharing that to you, maybe they're doing that just to gratify, just to just to make you happier to go mm-hmm. the way. But it's no indication of how well you know that person. Um, but I know you're not short of experiences with people asking you what your relationship is status is how do you navigate justifying or not justifying that yeah i mean it's it's well first i i I think it depends on who you know some people like to have their relationship stuff out there which Mm -hmm. is good yeah you want to be as public as you can Mm -hmm. um personally i keep things private Mm -hmm. um like david said you know for us, at least, we are in, from the Democratic Republic of Congo, from Africa, so and growing up Christians too. So when things get public, mm-hmm. it's serious. Uh, so it's not like here in America where you can say we're dating and it's all public and it's, you know, here's things are public, meet families, they're already thinking wedding and everything. Yeah. Um, so it's it's... It, it puts you in a situation where you really have to think a little harder before sharing all those relationship status, like yeah. before you can say, I have someone. Um, but, but I think, yeah, again, this is, this is a little conflict. I, I think I might not completely agree with this. You feel like you should always share? No, you should not always share, mm-hmm. but you should also not you should you should at least not push it back completely okay because uh a relationship whether it's a dating relationship Mm -hmm. or a marriage relationship is something that eventually you leave that out in a community of people absolutely so you either your friends will be part of that your family will be part of that eventually yeah so it only makes sense that um when they're showing concern mm-hmm. that you don't push them back, mm-hmm. that you at least you're not justifying, mm-hmm. but you know, there's a reason why you, you living like you, you, there's, there's a reason why you're living with your girlfriend. Yeah. There's a reason why you are, you know, you're single. Like there yeah. has to be, you know, whether you lie to them, but <laughs> the fact that they are showing concern shows that they care and love you. So you want to be able to be extremely wise on how you deal with uh, people coming, trying to get into your relationship because yeah. those are the same people that you would want there for you when yeah. you are in that relationship or when you you have those kids and you're married, you know? Yeah. You're not going to be living in your own island. You'll be living in a community. <laughs> so it makes sense. Obviously, keep something private, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but... Other than that, I think just be wise. Don't mm. be too rude. Mm-hmm. Just be extremely wise. Yeah. You know, I always try to diverge the topic. Yeah. You know, to some, you know, hey, maybe, you know, I'm broke or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, I'm broke. I can't take care of a woman right now or something. <laughs> but it allows them to know that, hey, I consider your opinion, but. 
I'm not deliver. I'm not gonna give you too much information. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. And finally, we have the last thing that you shouldn't justify. This one resonates with me the most, and that is your decisions. No one makes the right decision a hundred percent of the time, mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. If someone criticizes you for making the wrong decision, understand that we all make mistakes. Know that you made it and not someone else. Own it. It is your life and you have every right to do what you believe is best for you. Wow. Um, And the reason why this resonates with me so much is because looking back, a lot of my decisions really correlate with how people will feel when I make this decision. And especially if it has to do with more than one person or involves other people, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes they're not certain about their decisions, you know, Mm -hmm. and, but they'll have an opinion of Mm -hmm. what your decision is, Mm -hmm. uh, but they won't make that decision for themselves. So um, it's really important as we move along each and every day to stand on our two feet on our decisions that we make for ourselves and know that, yeah, you won't get it right every time. There will be times where, you know, you'll look back and be like, what was I thinking? And there'll definitely be occasions where people will be sitting there and waiting and being like, hey, I told you, uh, you know, when I blah, 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 but you can't take those to heart. You realize that every decision, no matter what the outcome may be, good or bad, serves a purpose that applies to you to be able to help you further grow. Um, So this one, like I said, it's very relatable to me because um, as I develop individually with myself, there's that self-confidence in knowing that, hey, you know, these little decisions that I make each and every day, they're forming me to go in the place in the direction that I want to be able to go. Mm-hmm. Will people have an opinion to say about that? Absolutely. But I know in the back of my mind, I think I take their I take their words to heart. And that's and that's one thing. Never dismissing or writing off what people have to say, but knowing that, hey, I'm going to take your decision to heart, but I'm also going to be mindful of what my decisions are. So lastly, Manish, you know, share your thoughts when it comes to decision making, what what to do and what not to do in terms of how we go about justifying that. Yeah. um, I think for me personally, uh, I've always had. I've had to make some, earlier in my life some some tough decisions, mm-hmm. even as a kid. Yeah. Um, but then what I found with myself was that it's not really there's these steps, mm-hmm. stages that we have to cross in life. Yeah. Each human, and once you cross, that removes the fear of caring what other people think. Absolutely. I right? saw, so, you know, one of them was like making a decision that goes against my parent. Mm. Right? Not necessarily just for the sake of it, mm-hmm. but like at some point I felt I felt like if the, all my decisions keep agreeing with my parents, yeah. maybe they're not really my decisions. Wow. Right? So it wasn't until I felt, wow, there was like 
conflict mm-hmm. going on. Like, hey, I made a decision they didn't agree. Yeah. And I let them know my decision stands. Yeah, wow. And from then on, it's like, wow, if I could tell my parents that my decision stand, mm-hmm. no justification needed, I don't think there's another human being on this earth that I owe a justification to. Wow. Right? So for me, it's kind of wow. it's kind of just my, me being a man, mm-hmm. you know, me letting, letting myself know that you're a man mm-hmm. when it comes to everything you have to make a decision mm-hmm. and your yes need to be your yes. No wow. need to be no. Yeah. No, even in that circumstance, even God himself cannot cannot change because God expects us to make decisions too. Mm. Yeah. So I think just make sure you cross those milestones. You know yourself. You know uh, what scares you, who mm-hmm. scares you, mm-hmm. you know, and then you just have to make that decision that's going to hurt someone. Mm-hmm. That's gonna displease someone, mm-hmm. but then it's a huge step for us. Absolutely. Yeah, but we don't. Again, we do not owe. We owe ourselves a justification. Mm-hmm. Like make sure that before you make a decision, mm-hmm. you think it through. Yeah, you reason. Yeah, and you make sure that you convince yourself. Absolutely. And that way, you will not be able to. You will not have to justify to others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Five, five, do, do, do things you don't need to justify. So thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you guys really had something you can take away. And I hope that you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another $1 therapy. As always, I am your host, David McCopey. And I am with my co-host, Manasekwete. And we have another good episode for you guys. Today, we will be talking about the five things you don't need to justify. Now, I know you're thinking, what could it be? Stay tuned. We'll lay them all out. And I'm definitely sure you guys will definitely have something you can take away from this message. So without further ado, we're just going to jump right in it. So the five things you don't need to justify we're going to go ahead and provide those bullet points for you to keep in mind um, as we go through them the first one is your alone time and the second one is going to be your priorities the third one is your emotions the fourth your relationship status fifth one your decisions so starting off with the first one your alone time it's called alone time for a reason The time you spend alone is yours. You shouldn't have to explain yourself to others. Wanting alone time is normal and necessary for mental health and well-being. Now, you know, just 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 to throw this question, you know, to you, Manase, why do you feel like it's hard for people to justify their alone time? Well, the The social pressure is there because you, if you isolate yourself, mm-hmm. um, you are you don't you don't want people misinterpreting that alone time, that isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think if if you don't feel comfortable, um, if you you having conflict with justifying, not justifying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
sometimes it also has to do with the length of that alone time right yeah. so sometimes you have people that just say well for the next two three months mm-hmm. i'm just gonna be alone yeah. do my own stuff mm-hmm. uh, i think at that point mm-hmm. the people that you were together with for so long yeah maybe deserves maybe not a full explanation but some yeah. some form of justification hey mm. i need to work on this yeah i am i'm uh, you know, I, I need to focus on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you think that's going to be tough, maybe mm-hmm. taking a long time on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. on a daily basis, mm-hmm. will usually go unnoticed. Right? Mm-hmm. So no one will notice that, hey, mm-hmm. this is Saturdays, he spends them alone or something mm-hmm. like that. Or every day you take one or two hours alone. Yeah. So maybe be doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it easier because then you don't have to justify but if mm. you take it to the extreme of hey, six months alone or, mm-hmm. um, then people will ask for justifications and then you just have to figure out a way to peacefully provide those yeah um what also stands out to me about justifying your alone time um more importantly um to take it in a personal sense i always feel as if certain people don't respect the the things or the projects or whatever mm-hmm. you're working on unless mm-hmm. it's like mutually understood yeah. so for instance it's like you can get that space if you're telling someone hey i'm studying for a test mm-hmm. or i am working you know mm-hmm. it's almost like we create this like like social blocks where it's like mm. understood, hey, that's important. But, yeah. I can't be able to interfere with that. But you almost feel like you're discredited from being able to be like, hey, I need this alone time to just for me to yeah. relax, to refocus, or I need this alone time to watch my show. Yeah. You know? I'm and sure. um, I think in a lot of things, it all, all always goes back to early developmental years and stages. As a kid, um, we we aren't really given that platform to be able to create yeah. those barriers for us because it's almost like depending on who your parents are, there could be there could be privacy or could, there could be yeah. no privacy. You're yeah. you're in my house for a reason. Don't lock the doors. Leave it open. All of that. So when you grow up. Um, even the littlest things that you find valuable to you mm-hmm. may not seem like something that people would accept right away. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We mask it in something even greater, like, hey, I am going to be out to doing this. And um, that rings true f- for me because I always... I always believe I have to have this this elaborate reason for taking time off of work as if like I always have to say, oh, I'm going to see friends or family or doing something like that. When in reality, it's like, will they grant me this time away from work if I'm just sitting on the couch eating chips and doing me? This They have the same effect. You know, I'm getting that release, that dopamine in the same way. Um, So it's interesting that throughout the years we definitely be conditioned well people won't respect this so i mm-hmm. have to be able to package it in some way mm-hmm. um so yeah don't don't feel like you have to justify that if you mm-hmm. need time to step away if mm-hmm. you need just time to enjoy yourself be be able to vocalize that mm-hmm. as you as you go along so it's good for you mm-hmm. uh, being bored is good 
Yeah. You know, because if you look, that's the only time really where you are able to be creative. Yeah. Because uh, everything else we do in life limits our imagination. Meaning yeah. if I'm going to work, mm-hmm. I can't really do any. I can't imagine impossible things yeah. while I'm working. There's yeah. boundaries. This is what you do. Yeah. You do it. If yeah. I'm with my friends, there are boundaries like yeah. you can't. Think about this. You can't imagine things. Yeah. But then when I'm just by myself, yeah. I, you know, I really, all those boundaries are removed, mm-hmm. meaning my imagination can go as far as it can, yeah. you know, and for me, I've always found that useful because mm-hmm. I always make up these stories in my mind when I'm alone. Yeah. And then I can recreate real life situation and then I can push the limit of my boundary. Then I can be yeah. creative. Yeah. Then when I come back to normal life, mm-hmm. my thinking is improved. A lot yeah. of things are improved. So it's good for you, for your yeah. brain, for your mental health, for your your creativity to sometimes take time alone. Absolutely. And don't justify it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, next is your priorities. Mm-hmm. Everyone is different. It's inevitable that we'll meet people from all walks of life that believe in different attitudes and beliefs from ours. It's important that we empathize rather than challenge others' priorities. At the end of the day, we have the power to choose and set our own priorities, and we don't owe anyone an explanation. Priorities, another one. Um, <laughs> um, some some people may may look at your priorities um, and feel like they're not real priorities. You know, mm. it's always subjective to mm. what is a priority and what's not a priority. And of mm. course, you yourself, you know, instinctually should know what is an important priority and mm. what is it. Um, no one should be tasked with telling you what your real priorities mm. are. Um, and that also comes back with structure in your life. So if you don't structure that life in the sense of, hey, this is what I'm working on. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. People feel like, oh, you're not busy. You can do this. And that is critical because mm-hmm. the, the, that, the, the, that one quote um, that always states, you know, if you don't manage your time, your, your time will be managed for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't learn to focus on what your priorities mm-hmm. are, people will brush your priorities off and will automatically, you know, in like will force their priorities on you mm-hmm. um and it just depends on who the person is but it's like oh uh today you're not busy you're, you're you're sleeping or you're just working out you don't have to work out today come help me be able to move this to do this box so definitely priorities is one of those things that you almost have to take that mental note for yourself and know that hey I have to get this done and I have to be able to speak on it mm-hmm. when I need to get that done. But definitely share your share your thoughts in terms of why it's so hard to be able um, to not justify those priorities. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the type of contract we have with, with the society does mm-hmm. that, right? Because the more we become involved in... The more we become involved within our society, the more um, we have these moral obligations where we are expected to do what's best for the society. We're expected to be involved in our society. We're expected to everything to be about the society. Yeah. Meaning if there's a conflict, the greater good comes first. Yeah. Um, the issue is 
uh, we care about the society, mm -hmm. but then the society might not care about us right? mm -hmm. when things are not going well for us. So part of it too is if we want to be productive members of the society, if we want to contribute something to the society or the community, mm -hmm. we have to have something to contribute to the yeah. society, right? Yeah. So that means that they need, there is time for us to care about ourselves, mm -hmm. to prioritize our goals, mm -hmm. prioritize our own ambitions, because if we do well, mm -hmm. then we are able to share that with the community. Yeah, right? absolutely. So uh, the example would be if you are, if, if you have to work two shifts or three shifts to just make money mm -hmm. and then not be able to see your kids or your wife for like a long time, yeah. that's the sacrifice you have to make. Yeah. It just means you love them, but yeah. the priority right now is working, yeah. making money. Yeah. And then after you've made the money, after you've worked, yeah. it's to take care of them. Yeah. It's to be a good be responsible human being. Yeah. So I think there's a correlation between you prioritizing things mm -hmm. and then from that from you prioritizing those things, you're able to achieve your responsibilities mm -hmm. as a member of the community or the society. Yeah. But if you don't prioritize things, at some point you become useless mm -hmm. to the society. Like yeah. it's that's inevitable. Absolutely. And one of the main central themes um, that rings in my mind when discussing these things that we don't need to justify is knowing the value of self, of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that is we can be so moved by the emotions of others mm -hmm. that we will put away whatever we're doing to be able to satisfy mm -hmm. other people and make them happy. And we're so scared about whether rejection or their anger or the, mm -hmm. or the, or the, um, or that feedback mm -hmm. that we just drop instantly everything that we do mm -hmm. and automatically serve whatever the needs of everyone else. So it's all about balance. Um, the next thing, uh, this is huge, huge when it comes to um, justifying, we do this all the time, and that is your emotions. Now, your emotions can be private or as public as you want them to be. If you don't wanna talk about them, you don't have to. Live your life the way it suits you best you don't owe anyone an explanation for your feelings. Wow, yeah, emotions. It, it can it can go one way or the other. It can go, uh, you know, people um, people make you feel as if you're not comfortable to be able to share your emotions, but also make you feel bad for not sharing your emotions. And uh, one of uh, one of the things that uh, I really recognize is there's just a key difference in the type of people who 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 share and then there's people who overshare. So mm -hmm. we all encounter those people. You meet them for the mm -hmm. first time, they're telling you about their divorce, their dog, yeah. their mm -hmm. kids, their cats, what they ate, where they're mm -hmm. going, how they're feeling, and then they spill that all out and then they're like, okay, like, all right, what's what's what do you got for me? What are you here to be able to tell me? And you don't have to be able to match those people on that level. Mm -hmm. You can be comfortable in the level that you are mm -hmm. and in the level of comfort that you have within that relationship mm -hmm. to be able to share. Because let's face it, being able to 
open up and tell everybody all of your emotions doesn't serve you anything. It doesn't really help you or help them, you know, because that is, that is, you know, vital information that Mm -hmm. you're giving out to the universe. And a lot of, a lot of that is vulnerability when we're Mm -hmm. sharing. And if you're sharing that to that person, you be expected that they can be able to take that information and do as they will. Um, So emotions, like I said, can run both ways where you feel like you you have to open up to, to certain people because they won't leave you alone if 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 you if you don't or you may feel like you're not comfortable in opening up and really have a hard time even finding those people that you can be able to open up to mm-hmm. um now you know with with your thoughts um where where do you see a healthy balance being and you know being able to touch on any any personal um personal um, insight that you have when it comes to how we justify our emotions? Yeah, I mean, sharing and justifying are two different things. Mm, Facts. You know, sometimes we don't even know why we're feeling the way we're feeling. So it's it's not useful to try to justify yourself. Yeah, the reason why I'm sad is, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not useful and it doesn't help you. Uh, I think your priority, that case, should be dealing with your own emotions. Yeah. Figuring out a way uh, rather than wasting time justifying it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if you focus more on taking care of the emotions Mm -hmm. happening, Mm -hmm. trying to address why the, you know, trying to deal with it in a very healthy way would be a good use of your time. Yeah. Um, and then when sharing, obviously you mm-hmm. need to be able to know who you're sharing your, your feelings, your emotions Absolutely. with, because it's like you said, it's, it's a very vulnerable situation mm-hmm. that you're in. So if you share your emotion with someone who doesn't care about you, mm-hmm. um, they can use that against you. Yeah. So you're in a very weak position. Yeah. They can try to, to use that against you, mm-hmm. arm you. So you want to make sure that as you're living life, you can point out who to talk to, um, you know, when you're dealing with certain emotions. Yeah. And then who not to talk to, who not Absolutely. to share the emotions with. Absolutely. Because then that, that puts you in a position where if people don't, only the people that would care about you mm-hmm. know what you're going through. Yeah. And then those people will not force you to give a justification. Yeah. I will not put you in a position to try to justify everything. Yeah. They will just give you a space yeah. to express yourself, mm-hmm. but also to heal. Or they can so, recognize you need that time to be able to, be to able, come back but, and to tell them, you yeah, know? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very, very insightful. So so we're moving along here. Uh, the, the fourth one is your relationship status. Now, this one, this one is questionable, you know, um, but I respect people in their privacy to be able to, you know, share or not share, justify, or not justify. But no, you don't actually have to explain why you're single. 
or why you and your partner haven't got married yet. These are intimate, private things that require no explanation. Enjoy your life and do not make and enjoy your life and do things that make you happy. Now, if you guys are first time listeners, um, one thing you should know about me and what I say is that we we our background we come from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Our family is heavily influenced when it comes to African culture. It's all we grew up with, um, you know, with uh, Western western cultures and a mix of that and relationship status as we get older and as we grow up it's the main topic on every every parent every auntie every sibling every family member you know every type of a a gathering or occasion you go to um it's almost like okay have you been talking to anyone? Mm-hmm. What happened with so-and-so? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, how do you feel about getting married? Or mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. And it almost seems like these questions are like fill in the blank. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, uh, when are you getting married? It's kind of like, I, I don't know. Like, when do you want to settle down? So I share this because um, it's definitely... It's it's funny to, to to say the least because people desperately uh, really are interested for 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 some reason we have this like fascination when it comes to I have to know this intimate part of this person's relationship and if I can be able to you know sh- share my thoughts on it it's like it's almost like we we taught ourselves and like I know him better than you know him or i really know this guy look what he shared to me and then this person's like well he never shared that to me are we not that close when in reality you know just because someone's sharing that to you maybe they're doing that just to gratify just to just to make you happier to go the way but it's no indication of how well you know that person um but I know you're not short of experiences with people asking you what your relationship status is how do you navigate justifying or not justifying that yeah i mean it's it's well first i i I think it depends on who you know some people like to have their relationship stuff out there which Mm -hmm. is good yeah you want to be as public as you can Mm -hmm. um personally i keep things private Mm -hmm. um like david said you know for us, at least, we are in, from the Democratic Republic of Congo, from Africa. So, and growing up Christians too. So, when things get public, mm-hmm. it's serious. Right? So, it's not like here in America where you can say we're dating and it's all public. And it's, you know, here's things are public. Meet families. They're already thinking wedding and everything. Yeah. Um, so, it's it's... It, it puts you in a situation where you really have to think a little harder before sharing all those relationship status. Like yeah. before you can say, I have someone. Um, but, but I think, yeah, again, this is, this is a little conflict. I, I think I might not completely agree with this. You feel like you should always share? No, you should not always share, mm-hmm. but you should also... Not, you should you should at least 
not push it back completely. Okay. Because uh, a relationship, whether it's a dating relationship mm-hmm. or a marriage relationship, is something that eventually you leave that out in a community of people. Absolutely. Right? So you either your friends will be part of that, your yeah. family will be part of that eventually. Yeah. So it only makes sense that. Um, when they're showing concern mm-hmm. that you don't push them back, mm-hmm. that you at least you're not justifying, mm-hmm. but you know, there's a reason why you, you living like you, there's, there's a reason why you're living with your girlfriend. Yeah. There's a reason why you are, you know, you're single. Like there yeah. has to be, you know, whether you lie to them, but <laughs> the fact that they are showing concern shows that they care and love you. So you want to be able to be extremely wise on how you deal with uh, people coming, trying to get into your relationship because yeah. those are the same people that you would want there for you when yeah. you are in that relationship or when you you have those kids and you're married, you know? Yeah. You're not going to be living in your own island. You'll be living in a community. <laughs> so it makes sense. Obviously, keep something private, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but... Other than that, I think just be wise. Don't mm. be too rude. Mm-hmm. Just be extremely wise. Yeah. You know, I always try to diverge the topic. Yeah. You know, to some, you know, hey, maybe, you know, I'm broke or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm broke. I can't take care of a woman right now, something. <laughs> but it allows them to know that, hey, I consider your opinion, but. I'm not deliver. I'm not gonna give you too much information. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. And finally, we have the last thing that you shouldn't justify. This one resonates with me the most, and that is your decisions. No one makes the right decision a hundred percent of the time, mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. If someone criticizes you for making the wrong decision, understand that we all make mistakes. Know that you made it and not someone else, own it. It is your life and you have every right to do what you believe is best for you. Wow. Um, And the reason why this resonates with me so much is because looking back, a lot of my decisions really correlate with how people will feel when I make this decision. And especially if it has to do with more than one person or involves other people, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they're not certain about their decisions, you know, mm-hmm. and, but they'll have an opinion of mm-hmm. what your decision is, mm-hmm. uh, but they won't make that decision for themselves. So um, it's really important as we move along each and every day to stand on our two feet on our decisions that we make for ourselves and know that, yeah, you won't get it right every time. Mm-hmm. There will be times where, you know, you'll look back and be like, what was I thinking? And there'll definitely be occasions where people will be sitting there and waiting and being like, hey, I told you, uh, you know, when I blah, 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 but you can't take those to heart. You realize that every decision, no matter what the outcome may be, good or bad, serves a purpose that applies to you to be able to help you further grow. Um, So this one, like I said, it's very relatable to me because um, 
as I develop individually with myself, there's that self-confidence in knowing that, hey, you know, these little decisions that I make each and every day, they're forming me to go in the place and the direction that I want to be able to go. Mm -hmm. Will people have an opinion to say about that? Absolutely. But I know in the back of my mind, I think I take their I take their words to heart. And that's and that's one thing. Never dismissing or writing off what people have to say, but knowing that, hey, I'm going to take your decision to heart, but I'm also going to be mindful of what my decisions are. So lastly, Manish, you know, share your thoughts. When it comes to decision making, what what to do and what not to do in terms of how we go about justifying that. Yeah. Um I think for me personally, uh, I've always had, I've had to make some, earlier in my life some, some tough decisions, mm-hmm. even as a kid. Yeah. Um, but then what I found with myself was that it's not really, there's these steps, mm-hmm. stages that we have to cross in life, yeah. each human. And once you cross, that removes the fear of caring what other people think. Absolutely. Right? So, you know, one of them was like making a decision that goes against my parents. Mm. Right? Not necessarily just for the sake of it, mm-hmm. but like at some point, I felt I felt like if all my decisions keep agreeing with my parents, yeah. maybe they're not really my decisions. Wow. Right? So it wasn't until I felt, wow, there was like, conflict mm-hmm. going on like hey i made a decision they didn't agree yeah and i let them know my decision stands yeah wow and from then on it's like wow if i could tell my parents that my decision stand mm-hmm. no justification needed i don't think there's another human being on this earth that i owe a justification to wow right? so for me it's kind of wow. it's kind of just my me being a man, mm-hmm. you know, me letting letting myself know that you're a man mm-hmm. when it comes to everything. You have to make a decision mm-hmm. and your yes need to be your yes, no wow. need to be no. Yeah. You know, even in that circumstance, even God himself cannot cannot change because God expects us to make decisions too. Mm. Yeah. So I think just make sure you cross those milestones. You know yourself, you know. Uh, what scares you, who mm-hmm. scares you, mm-hmm. you know, and then you just have to make that decision that's going to hurt someone, mm-hmm. that's going to displease someone. Mm-hmm. But then it's a huge step for us. Absolutely. Yeah, but we don't, again, we do not owe, we owe ourselves a justification. Mm-hmm. Like make sure that before you make a decision, mm-hmm. you think it through. Yeah. You reason. Yeah. And you make sure that you convince yourself. Absolutely. And that way you will not be able to, you will not have to justify to others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Five, five, do, do, do things you don't need to justify. So thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you guys really had something you can take away. And I hope that you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye-bye.